Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. I'm your host, Donna Price, with our special guest, Sylvia Scott, today. We're going to have a great conversation with Sylvia today, the founder of Girls CEO Connection, which is a social enterprise with a mission to motivate and equip Generation Z high school girls to become entrepreneurs. It goes beyond the typical high school business curriculum, and the girls are introduced to the skills, traits, and behaviors of accomplished women, entrepreneurs, and business owners. Sylvia Scott has an incredible background and is a visionary leader that has started this organization, and I'm excited, Sylvia, to have you here today to learn more about it. Well, thank you, Don. I'm excited to be here also with you and uh, to have the opportunity to discuss about the Girls CEO Connection. Well, great. Why don't you um, tell us a little bit about it, and then I want to hear, like, what, what was the impetus to get it started? Okay, the Girls CEO Connection is, like you said, it's all about, um, you know, engaging and motivating now Generation Z high school girls, which are girls that are between the ages of right now 14 and 19, about becoming entrepreneurs, or they may already be entrepreneurs, um, and, but it's giving them the skills and traits and behaviors of accomplished women entrepreneurs, women who have been award-winning entrepreneurs, who have been in their veterans, but they may, know, they may not have to be 40 years old. They could be 20, for instance. But it's what they yep. have said they felt made them accomplished, and if you don't get this, what we're talking about, you don't get it in high school or college. And that's basically, so we do webinars, we're doing podcasts, video interviews with different women entrepreneurs. I just put one up with Snooki and uh, Tish and Snooki from Manic Panic, New York City, which is the woman that started the alternative hair color company. We have, you know, girls that have been, started their businesses at 13, we interview they're now 18 on up to women that have been around for several years. And it's to that's, engage the girls about it. That's incredible. I know um, on your website I saw a lot of the video interviews that you're talking about and um, past podcasts. So your website is um, girlsceoconnection.com. Is that right? So I would encourage people to just visit your site also to see some of those things that you're talking about. Um, so I'm curious, what was the original inspiration for getting this project started? The very original was clear back in the 90s, I'd say 98, 99, um, when I read the book, uh, Dr. Mary Pfeiffer's book, Reviving Ophelia. It was on how girls start changing in, say, eighth grade, and their whole attitude changes. And I had done some projects with girls that age, and I thought they really do need empowerment. So as time went on, though, after working with women entrepreneurs in a conference dealing with high-level women entrepreneurs, I saw that entrepreneurship made a big difference for females. And that's when... I started talk, thinking about a business with it. And then when I moved to California, 
after working several years with women entrepreneurs back east, a friend of mine, Riva Lozanski, who happened to be the editorial director of um, Entrepreneur Magazine, said, okay, it's time for you to do something big. And it's your time now. And your sweet spot are teenage girls, and it's time to get this going. I started with the Realizing a Vision conference, and people said, well, you can't just do a conference series every few months. You've got to have something else with it. I had a professor from Stanford say, you've got to add mentoring. And that's how it just all propelled. And then I've had teenage girls on team boards who've said, well, we need this and we need that. So that's how it's all come about. Wow, that's incredible. And I love how it, you know, started with a conversation and has become this incredible opportunity for girls. Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, So I love seeing women creating especially programs for girls empowerment. I, I know that in our emails back and forth, I told you that I have two, two teenager, teenage daughters and um, empowerment and leadership and those types of programs have been important for them um, in their growth. So how challenging has it been to create this program specifically for girls? Um, it's really been say a little difficult because all of these groups <coughs> that deal with in um, what do I want to say entrepreneurship are all boys and girls yep and it's hard sometimes to get people to say well girls need this you know girls want this even with some of the other now the Girl Scouts when I did the conferences and and um Southern California said, oh, this is great because they can use this for their silver and gold projects that they're working on. Right now, Junior Achievement in um, Southern California, Colorado, has a girls, big on girls. So they have a whole division for girls. So it'll be easier, but a lot of it's been, you know, people don't want to separate the girls from the boys. I've had girls say, well, they feel it's discrimination to the guys. And they don't look at how girls learn differently than guys do. So, yeah, it has been, and I really have to get the conferences, the girls to the conferences, get that, and now the word's spreading. And now there's younger yeah. entrepreneurs. So that's that's partially, now it's getting a little bit easier, but school teachers don't want to deal with it. They don't have time. They don't have time to talk to you. Yeah. Um, well, and I guess that was one know, of my questions was like, why do you think it's important for it to be specifically for girls? And what are those differences that to have their own program? Um, girls communicate differently. Women communicate differently than men. They speak differently. They absorb information differently. Um, I've been in conferences where men are speaking and the women think they're being talked down to. They're not, there's no discussion I've been in meetings where, and this is true right now, women will sit in a meeting and they'll talk around them. They have to learn Mm -hmm. to take their place at the table. I had one young entrepreneur, now she's 28, tell me, in her first meetings with VCs, they would look at her brother and ask him questions, and she really knew all the answers. And so girls need to um, 
know that they can step up, but also girls are more, women are more change makers that we found. And they're more likely when it comes to a business, they will hire more women in their business. They're more likely to add women more so if it's a male dominated business. They're proving that on boards of directors. If there's more women, they do better. Um, so that's, that's really what it's all about. And girls get intimidated. I mean, we don't let guys come to the conferences because of the plain and simple, well, they can, I mean, we can't stop them, but the girls don't want to talk then. They feel intimidated, and they feel like they mm-hmm. have to get all dressed up. And they don't right. have to. Um, but like I said, girls and girls need to brand themselves differently. They don't need, need to talk like guys to get ahead. And they need to learn how to communicate. Girls and guys just communicate differently. And when they're, and I've had girls tell me, oh, my gosh, I love the part about the leadership because I get talked down at, in class. Um, oh, they have, say, a co-president for an after-school program. And the girl said, I'm always getting, he's always, you know, jumping ahead of time. He's always talking over me. And now I have the strength to um, be on the same level or go beyond. And so that's, you know, that's what it's like. That's what it's all about. And girls on social media, there's a whole different outlook than if it's guys. So, right. you know, it's, and guys, girls are mentored. Girls need more women mentors. Just because the men don't talk to, you know, they need men mentors if they know how to communicate with women. And that's why it needs to be different, separated. Yep. Yep. I agree. I mean, I, my program, Visionary Womenpreneurs, is a mastermind for women entrepreneurs um, for many of the same reasons, to create a space for women to mastermind together and to have a voice and to kind of have that safe space for exploring their leadership and their business ideas and then growing those, you know, so I totally agree with what you're saying and um, it's really important. And I talk to guys and they don't get it. They don't, they don't quite understand it. And when you interview girls whose parents have to get behind them for their businesses, they have to take a different approach with their fathers a lot of times. Now, sometimes their fathers are all for it immediately because they like the fact that they are stepping out on, they're being a little edgy. Um, And sometimes the mothers are not quite, they don't want, they want a little bit more, you know, uh, security for their daughters. But, you know, I've found, you know, girls start their businesses and sometimes they have to do a lot of convincing that they can do it and that'll, that they will make that they're serious about it. Whereas, have you ever noticed guys, kids, boys in high school, they can start a business and, oh, my, that's the greatest thing in the world. And you see they're just stepping out. Whereas girls, people are afraid, like, well, does, is she serious about it? Um, what does she know about right. it? You know, can she handle this? Can she be an owner? That's something else, too. Yeah. And we want a safe environment, like you're saying, a safe environment where they feel they can speak and they feel like, oh, yeah, I can sit at a table with these um, women entrepreneurs or with like-minded girls, and I feel comfortable saying whatever I want to say. Yep. I I find it different as a 
grown woman to be in a space with pissed women, you know, and so I think for girls, very impactful. Um, so I want to know, like, for you, has it been more challenging to start this program as a woman? Like, how has being a womanpreneur yourself affected your business? Well, I don't think you could have, um, you know, this couldn't be started by a male. Um, and it's been, I get a lot of good input from women. I do have one man who is a, um advisor on my advisory board, and he's been a mentor, but he's taught entrepreneurship. He's been in that field forever for girls and boys and social entrepreneurship. And he's got a different, you know, he knows that it's good girls are different. But I don't find it hard. I mean, I think it's important. I don't think women, a woman entrepreneur has made this any more difficult. I think it's actually made it easier because I can stand up and say, well, this is what girls need and this is what yeah. works with them. And, they, and and people feel comfortable about it. So I'm curious to hear some of the stories of girls that have been through your program and some of the exciting things that you've seen them create. Well, they actually, this is, they don't go really through I'm not teaching them anything technical. We do nothing. Okay. We don't talk about business plans. We don't talk about finances or negotiation, nothing like that. But this is more about their vision and moving forward, their passion and their vision. And what I've had girls say, my gosh, I can, you know, I feel like now I can stand up and talk and say things that I could never do it before. I could walk down, you know, walk into a room and talk to adults about what I want to do. So, you know, that's where, you know, I had one young woman who was, um, she was a jewelry designer in Southern California and making unique jewelry. And she said, you know, I sat in this conference and I never had the stuff that you've talked about. I never learned. I've been just doing it on my own. And she said, I really now know how to speak with people, how to do the communication of it. And so, like I said, we don't really have clients. This is giving girls information that they can use and expand on and also have young entrepreneurs um, come in and say, well, here's something that you can do. But yes, I'd never thought about this. I've never thought about my communication skills and I'm going to change. I had a young woman say, oh, she's probably 28. She's a Gen Z expert and she read some portions of my book that we were putting into the blog and she said it was on um, Oh, being emotional, I don't know. minding your manners and minding your mind and mastery over your mind. And there were things in it that I talked about not losing your temper and speaking with people in a tone um, that is acceptable, watching your tone of voice, your emails, not losing your temper over an email. And she said, oh, my gosh, I just learned. She said, I haven't even thought about some of those things. You know, and she'd been in business for four or five years. Yeah. Um, so that's what I feel good about. And then they send notes or emails saying, oh, this is great. You know, I'm learning from it. And, you know, I feel good that if I can't keep going, I can do it later on because of what I'm learning. And they don't learn all of this in college. You don't, you go to even a business, an entrepreneur class, you don't learn about social media. Now, with women, you can learn about visioning and different aspects like that. That's what I did in a women's class in uh, 
Boston at Babson College, and they had us do visioning. And that was great. Like I said, we all felt safe together talking about yep. it. But, um, you know, this is something that they aren't going to get in school. They aren't going to get in the Girl Scouts and most other places just because of the fact that um, they don't have time. They don't have time to do it. There's only so much, and they want to teach them the technical aspects of being an entrepreneur. And they don't talk right. about everything else. Right. Not everything else, but what women say makes them successful. Yeah. And I think um, that the skills that you're teaching are so important for entrepreneurs. But also, even if they choose to not be an entrepreneur, the skills are still really important in whatever career path they go down, communication skills and leadership and being able to speak up and all those things give them skills for life, really. And that's true. And there's something that I found, I was talking to a class in the mountains with a group of girls, um, and it's usually ninth to 12th graders. This teacher, you know, wanted eighth graders in on it. The girls just did not grasp branding themselves. And you can't say your personal style, but they just didn't grasp the fact that when you get in high school, there's certain things, how you dress, how you talk outside of class, or if you run into go into class looking like a slob and you want to go to Stanford or you want to go to UC Boulder or something like that, or you want to start your business, how do you think somebody's parents who have influence might think about it? They might think, well, this girl doesn't think about herself. You know, she's not considering herself. And they don't think about that. And that's something that I uh, bring up with them. And I've had experts at our conference talk to them about it. Because it's not how they dress, but it's really how they brand themselves in general. You know, if they're going to stand outside and smoke cigarettes, then if they want to smoke, can't stop them. But don't stand outside where everybody can see you because you may run into the wrong person. You know, you may be saying something in a restaurant. So they don't think right. about those things. And that's something about you are the CEO of, you know, the brand called you, you are the CEO of your life. Right. And that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you. I meant to ask earlier. So, Girls CEO Connection. What does the CEO stand for? Girls Creating Enterprising Organizations Connection. All right. Yeah. So I, I saw that on your website. I love that. Um, and I think it's and important it's too long. for people to. <laughs> you can't say. Well, I, that's too long. I know. I always do that too. <laughs> Things that it's are too long, long, so you have to, and we had to put periods by it so people wouldn't think you were, you know, I had to do with being a CEO. Um, right. So we put the periods after the CEO, and then it was more understandable. And so when, are you working with girls all over the country or in, like, in your location primarily? No, it's all over the country. I have a girl that's one of my teen ambassadors who's in Chicago. And I'm going to ask her to 
uh, see about a couple of our other friends that would want to be an ambassador as well. And the reason I am, you know, it used to be girls in California, um, all those girls have graduated from college right now. <laughs> Seriously, they've all graduated from college and are working on their careers or their businesses. Um, but now I'm, exp- you know, California was a large state, and I could get girls from Northern California and Southern California and mid, and it was great. You know, I had a good, like, 10 girls. But Colorado is a little bit different, and I want this to be expanded anyway. I want to do a conference in Chicago. So it's good to have a team, a couple of teams from um, Illinois. that, And they also give you a different version than somebody might in Southern California or Northern California. So that's right. why, you know, that's why I'm, I'm expanding it out. And they're going to read different parts of my book that I got the manuscript done, but I'm going to send it out to different girls so they can give me their feedback and about writing on the blog. Conferences they've gone to, different things, they've, different things that they've seen, and it opens it up. Okay. So, um if someone wanted to get involved with your organization, how would they go about doing that? Um, they could email me at sylvia at com, and then we could talk about well, what do they want to do? You know, how do they want to be involved? I just spoke to a woman from South Dakota um, that I met at Denver Startup Week <laughs> going into a program, one of the uh, workshops or a program they have, and she ran, she's involved with the SBDC in North Dakota, and we were walking down just talking about it, and I just got in, you know, we just talked today. That was back in September. We talked today, and she wants me, she said, well, I'd like to see, um, you know, you're going to do webinars, so why don't you put one together, and I'll get the principal of our high school here to set it up, and you can use our WebEx and do a presentation here. Now, I never thought about that. I mean, she's all set, so I can expand it. This is going to South Dakota. Um, yep, so when people want to get involved, then I'm more than willing. They can call me or they can email me, com, and the phone number is 949-400-6936. Um, they can also go, go through the website um, where it says, I think it says info at girlsceoconnection.com. And we can talk about it, how they want to get involved. Terrific. And um, so I encourage people to reach out to you at that email or Sylvia at girlsceoconnection.com if they are interested in being involved. Um, One of the questions that I usually ask, but I think you've already really answered it, is what is your impact on the world beyond your clients or beyond the girls? is there anything you want to add beyond what you've told us well, already? There's, yes, there is, because um, I am a big supporter of entrepreneurship for girls and women in Afghanistan, and wow. I'm a mentor online um, <clears throat> with an international organization out of Dallas, the inter- and IIEW. Um, that is talking about women's empowerment through entrepreneurship, and they do Afghanistan and Rwanda. And the impact that's going on there is actually women that are helping women, and it's advancing women so that they can 
bring in um, entrepreneurship helps their self-sufficiency with their family, but they're also doing these things to make a difference in their country. And people don't realize how many women in Afghanistan and Rwanda do have businesses and young women and older women. And in the United States, you know, this is the outreach is more about entrepreneurship is what is going to make our country. And Generation Z high school girls are all, it's all about innovation, change makers. And this is entrepreneurship is how they will make changes globally but in the United States. And I don't care if they want to be a scientist, if they want to be a photographer, um, an electrician, whatever it is, they can become an entrepreneur at some point or they can start it now. Girls that are doing things by building robots or, you know, teaching about building games for kids, for girls or for kids. Um, so it all has to do, you know, I know a girl that built a board game on Nancy Drew. Um, but it's all about they can be change makers and reach out across the country with what they're doing and make a, an impact. Yep, definitely. I see it as um, probably similar to you. Like when women or girls become entrepreneurs, they directly impact their own lives and family. But then it just kind of ripples out from there into their community and, you know, beyond. And I think that entrepreneurship is just incredible opportunity in Afghanistan, Rwanda, like anywhere for women change their communities. Um, it is. Definitely. I mean, it is. And people don't think about even here in the, in the United States where there's a young woman in Buffalo, New York. Um, which if you know what Buffalo, New York is like, it's not the, you know, it's not the most enterprising area, but they're trying to build it up back up again. And she has uh, Zandra Beauty products and she is starting to, um, she started when she was 13 and now I believe she's a freshman in college, but she started a program about girls rising in Buffalo and getting them so that they finish school. Yep. Getting them where they may start their own business. But getting them to see that there's more than what they may realize. So it's called Girl Rising Buffalo. And That's great. She now, I used oh, to live she's in now Buffalo, starting so. Pardon? I used to live in Buffalo, so I love Buffalo. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> well, I guess she grew up there. And, uh, great. and I think that's wonderful. She's taking it through you know, what she has learned and what she has become empowered with and her name and the difference she could make. And she was a Girl Scout, the uh, high school Girl Scouts, where they don't have troops. And she has won pitch conferences. And this is how she can get girls in the Buffalo community um, to realize there's more than what they're doing right now. Yeah. Well, I think in this country where um, um, I can't find the right word, but we're kind of told that we need to go to school, go to college, and then get a job. And entrepreneurship is not familiar to so many people here um, and almost, like, put down, like, no, you need to get a job to be secure. And entrepreneurship is a 
a good viable direction for people to go in. Oh, it is definitely. And, you know, they don't have to have taken business classes if, if that's not available to them. Now, Zandra, you know, she ended up going through her mother found a program at a community college where she could go through that. And there's all different ways they can go through. But when I was just talking to Tish and Snooki, they said, you know, one of them went to NYU, but she said, I never had a business class. We just learned on our own. And we just did it step by step. And I think that that's the way, um, you know, there's the girl that started the Nancy Drew board game. She actually, she's going to Barnard now, but she did it step by step on the back of a napkin. And she didn't even tell her parents what she was doing for a long time. Uh, Actually, she didn't tell them until it was all done, I think. Um, Wow. You know, she did it with, you know, how she thought it would be for girls to play this board game. And, you know, she had no, she had to use her father to help her go in and see Scribner and do some you know, because she was only a, uh, I think she was in uh, a junior in high school at the time. So, yeah, she had to get her father involved at some point. Yeah. Well, Sylvia, we have just a couple seconds left, and I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and encourage people to reach out to you at girlsceoconnection.com. And I appreciate your time and everything that you're doing to empower girls around the world and women around the world. And I want to invite people to join our Visionary Womenpreneurs Facebook group and connect with us. Have a great day. I think that's a great idea, and I will definitely. And, I, you know, I've been letting people know about your show, even the sorority I was in back in Tulsa, telling them about okay. the show. And okay. uh, because that group helped me kind of pushed me along in college. Well, cool. Well, thanks so much. It was great talking to you. Thank you, and I really appreciate it, and this has been a lot of fun. Well, good, and we'll get the recording to you, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from paper to pens. And right now, a 12-pack of Big Round Stick ballpoint pens is just 99 cents. And a 5-pack of Sharpie Accent highlighters is only $1.99. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends 126.19 in-store only. Assorted colors limit five.